who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. What do you get when you take two childhood friends with a passion for unexplored history and a whole lot of booze? You get us, Queen's Podcast. And here at Queen's, we are spilling the tea on all kinds of women from history. From New Orleans voodoo queen, Marie Laveau, to Marie Antoinette, and everything in between. Each queen is paired with a cocktail recipe that will totally get you in the mood to hear the fun, dramatic, and juicy stories of fascinating women from history. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers! Hey everybody, welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics. I, ooh, okay, let's do it one more time. Okay. One more time. Okay. Sorry, 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 okay. sorry. Panic, panic. Okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Hey everybody, welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we are talking about Justice Neil Gorsuch. So grab your nuclear option. And let's get civical. because after we did, like we're gonna just it, it's gonna really spiral down throughout this episode <laughs> guys welcome to let's get civical i'm lizzie stewart and i'm arden walentowski and today we are continuing on our journey of just learning a little bit more about who's on our supreme court the skodai if the you will sc- i will <laughs> i really will yeah yeah and we have to do him we had to do neil gorsuch so by god we're doing we're gonna him. do it we're gonna we're talk gonna about it. him we're gonna try to keep the energy up because he's a snooze and that's okay <laughs> sorry it's like here's my feeling on neil gorsuch after spending a lot of time learning about neil gorsuch oh my god, is like he's fine <laughs> he's a warm I body. Really don't have aggressive opinions either way about him. Sure. It's like there's particular things where I'm like, Neil. Right. Neil. Right. What are we doing? <laughs> but otherwise, I'm just like, like, he, Neil Gorsuch is, like, the way I can describe him is he's the one I always forget when I'm listing out Supreme Court We've justices. We've done this multiple times. Where I We've always forget Neil. We literally always forget. He's Macaulay Culkin. This is Home Alone. <laughs> Kevin, it's giving where him, are you? I was giving him too much credit. Yeah, Neil Macaulay Gorsuch Culkin could is not so... defend his house from two burglars. Mm-mm. Are you kidding no, me? No, no. Booby traps? I don't think I can eat. I don't even. I've never have seen him speak. 
No. I know he does, but he I'm just like. He has to have a voice. He, <laughs> he has to have a voice. But we're, yes, but we're talking about him. We're going to go in depth. We're going to unpack this controversial Supreme Court pick. Great. Uh, and we're going to start out by saying Neil McGill Gorsuch was oh, born on honey. August 29th. Today oh is God, his today. birthday. The day we're recording. Guys, so we're recording on Neil Gorsuch's Listen, birthday. Guys, was that planned? Of course not. Of course not. But you know what? <laughs> That's how good Lizzie is. Yeah, I was well, because I was like, oh man, which one who do I have to do? Right. And then I was like, I just want to I just wanted to get him out of the way. Just out of the way. Yep. And somehow we ended up recording on his birthday. Today's his birthday. He is turning 52 years old. He's a baby on he's the He's a baby. We'll talk about how he's a little baby babe. Yeah. 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 He's uh he's young. But yeah. I also because it's his birthday, I brushed past the fact that his middle name is McGill. Yes, you did. And, and that took We're me gonna off guard. circle back. We're gonna <laughs> circle back. McGill, do you think it's a family name? Isn't there like a McGill maybe I'm thinking of McGraw. There's You're thinking like, Tim? Yeah. McGraw. Is that a football person? You disappoint me on a molecular <laughs> level. <laughs> Jim McGraw is a prolific country singer. Okay. I love his work. He was, I know what you're confusing him with. Yeah. He did dabble in acting and he was in The Blind Side starring Sandra Bullock, which oh, is about uh, football. Got he it. did not okay. play football. He did play Sandra Bullock's husband <laughs> and nothing more. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god speaking of sandra bullock little sidebar i just rewatched speed for the first sure. time like her first film oh my god yeah so exhilarating starring my new crush keanu, keanu reeves. reeves i would die for keanu Honey, reeves have you watched speed recently it's Not recently. five bucks on itunes right now like okay. just go get her i love a bargain mm-hmm. i'm gonna go i'm gonna go get keanu <laughs> yes you should yeah so Neil McGill Gorsuch. <laughs> not Keanu Reeves. He's not Keanu Reeves. No. That's my first fact that about him. That is for sure. Yeah. But Neil McGill was born on August 29th, 1967 in Denver, Colorado. So shout out to our Colorado okay. friends. Hello. I bet it's nice to grow up in Denver. It would be nice. I mean, like, I imagine there are like mountains. Great. It seems like you have air. Yeah. It seems like you just have, you can breathe easier. Right. If you're in Denver. Right. He was born to parents David Gorsuch and Anne Gorsuch Burford. Burford. Burford? Burford? That's too many vowels. David Gorsuch was a lawyer and so was Anne. And she also, fun fact right off the bat, was the EPA administrator under the Reagan administration. Wow. Making her the first woman to be in this position ever. Oh, Nepotism exists. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah. First female EPA, head of the EPA, Anne Gorsuch Burford. Burford. This shouldn't Burford. be hard. I'm looking at the word and I can't say well, it. Well, it's weird because I want to say Buford, but there's oh, it could be R Bu- in there. No, the R goes in there. Yeah. Yeah. Buford. 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 We're so sorry. Yeah. But can know. you, wow. I mean, like, <laughs> this makes sense of, like, why he's on the Supreme Court. Because, like, what else are you supposed to do if you're, like, right. dad's a lawyer, your mom's a lawyer, and then also becomes, like, the head of the EPA? Like, you're going to, what, be a dancer? What right, are you exactly. talking no, about? No, this is, like, the Aniston situation. Okay, right? As in Jen? Jennifer? Right. Not Jan Aston. Don't think we forgot. Shout out to, uh, shout out and throwback to Jan Aston, lest we forget. Yes, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Her, her father. Her father, John Aniston, yeah. was on Days of Our Lives, a soap opera that I watched. I love for that out many of all years. of the sort of like sib, uh, like uh, child parent, like Hollywood yeah. pairings there are. You thought of Jen Aniston and her <laughs> Days of Our Lives father. Because I I knew him from like when I growing up because we watched that show and he like worked a lot but he wasn't I don't think he was famous like she's the famous one right and I feel like that's the same like Anne Murford <laughs> clearly <laughs> did good yeah. did well, like something interesting I'm sorry. can we even Gorsuch, call Neil Gorsuch famous I forget that's true that's true I forget that's true we do forget to name him in our list of names. It's, I understand your point. I just want to say I nope. think they're equal. That's accurate. 
So yes, that's who that's his parents. That's his heritage. He's married to Mary Louise Gorsuch and has two daughters. Great. And the only other personal fact I could find about him is that he was raised <laughs> Catholic. Hey, me too. So let's talk about his education. Yes. It's going to mirror a lot of what we see when it comes to Supreme Court justices. Oh my God. Can you believe it? Okay, this is a fun for you. Oh, my God. Neil McGill Gorsuch attended Columbia University for his undergrad, getting his degree in political science. Oh, my God. Me, too. You're on the road to becoming a justice. Yes. Hashtag same. Hashtag same. I'm not same. What am I talking about? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. How do you, how do so you feel that he I... hails from your alma mater? I mean, I feel like it balances out. Like, that's Obama's alma mater, too. I feel like yeah. it's balanced out. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's fine. It makes me, you know, he's a thinker. Columbia is hard. Columbia's hard. Especially back in 1988 when we didn't have the internet. Right. Or, you know, were women allowed then? Uh, in the 80s? This was on the cusp. I can't yeah. remember when it was. But it was, like, right. It was that decade. It was right around then. That's why they had Barnard. Ugh. Don't you miss the days of just separate schools? <laughs> Don't mangle the sexes. No. Only pregnancy can come of that. But I, lo- <laughs> but I love that they thought like keeping them divided by like Broadway would keep them right. apart. When it's like, right, I can cross the street. Look, honestly, what keeps me from a lot of people is like the three train. So I get it. <laughs> Listen, whenever I have to come to Brooklyn, it's like, okay. I have to really like you. Mm-hmm. I have to really like you a lot. I feel great because you came to Brooklyn for me. I did. You came to deep ass Brooklyn. I came to deep ass we Brooklyn. We were in. That it. was Brooklyn. It was great. It was so much fun. Yes. So uh, Neil McGill Gorsuch, as I said, got his undergrad from Columbia University. He graduated in 1988. He then, this is fucking crazy, attended Harvard University. Oh my god! To get his, can you believe it? Doctorate in jurisprudence. Shocked. I am shocked. And he graduated with that in 1991. Fun, fun fact. Not only was he a classmate of Barack Obama at Columbia, he was a classmate of Barack Obama in Harvard. At Harvard. Near Harvard. With Harvard. (laughs) I'm smart. Next to Harvard. By Harvard. By Harvard. They were classmates. That's so weird. Isn't that weird? I feel like it's awkward. That's so funny. Like, I mean, I know that like. It's so weird that then like that down the road then there's. Like it just keeps coming back. Like they keep seeing the same yeah. people. Yeah. Like in their I really lives am tired of being associated with. <laughs> it's like Lady Gaga and Madonna. Like Lady Gaga's like, I'm really done with the Madonna comparisons like i'm not madonna i'm not madonna lady gaga right and everybody's like yeah but like madonna you know right i feel like barack obama's like no like neil gorsuch i'm not not stop following stop uh, you know that metaphor worked and yes it was better than my aniston family of actors look i love your i really do appreciate your devotion to the aniston family (laughs) you're keeping jen on the map i am and for that it's me alone we appreciate it's me alone yeah, so he attended Harvard University, which is crazy, so wild. He graduated in 1991, excellent year. And then he, uh, also part of his education much later, in 2004, he went on to get his doctorate in philosophy from Oxford. Oh. So he went to Oxford, and if we all remember, so did Elena Kagan. So did Elena Kagan. I just feel like there's only three universities you can like possibly go to no. to get on the Supreme Court. Yes, and you must attend them all at some point in your life. Like, can you imagine? Or you must teach at one of them at some point in your life. Yeah, you have to like be. Yes, yes, you have to. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But like, can you imagine like someone from the Supreme Court from like UCLA? <laughs> Which is like, UCLA is a great school, but like, can you imagine? We host a podcast and we know that's ridiculous. I know. Or like, or like, what's another one? Penn State? (laughs) No. Like, why? Why is it just like Harvard, Yale? Columbia sometimes. Columbia sometimes. But like, usually only for like an undergraduate moment. Like, if you get your lottery from Columbia, are you like... You're not going to be able to. You're, you're not, not qualified. qualified. To go to no, you need like some other. You got to go get a master's in something else from at one of Oxford. these others at Oxford to prove yeah. that you're the caliber. Yeah, it's really interesting. I really just wish like 
you know, someone from like Tulane. <laughs> Emory. Emory. <laughs> Here's the thing. We don't have any of these. The University of Texas. Like, programs. come on. Like, people have good law programs. I just, I don't know. I just think that we're a little bit snobbish when we come to who gets to go in the Supreme Court. And we're only looking at a very small pool of candidates. Yeah. Really, it's itty bitty, teeny tiny, itty bitty, teeny weeny yellow book of bikini. So, while he was, fun fact, while he was getting his doctorate in philosophy from Oxford, he wrote a thesis that focused on doctor-assisted suicide and how, and his, like, point was, any intentional killing is wrong. So, really, what you're saying is we should have known from here. We should, this was a red flag. This was a red flag. He ended up, from this thesis, writing a book called, quote, The Future of Assisted Suicide and Euthanasia. That's so funny that it's the future when... The future! Given that it's... In a world! That it's suicide and euthanasia. There's no future. There's no future. Because <laughs> they die! Because they die! Sorry. Yeah. It's also oh. a bad title. It's a horrible title. It's a really bad title. Like, we can argue doctor-assisted suicide to the end of time, but first and foremost, this is a bad title. This is a bad title. This was the, like, I finished the book, now what do I call it? Yeah. Oh, fine, whatever. Well, this is the I'm not. I wasn't allowed to be an artist because my parents were lawyers. Right? Could you imagine if he was a painter? It wouldn't surprise me. I feel like he would not be the painter on the court. No, I feel like Alito's like the painter. You know, (laughs) (laughs) he seems like the one with some hobbies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. splash of watercolor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was his education. So he's he's right. a smart guy. He's he's a smart, qualified. He checks human all being. of the boxes right. that everybody's always looking for. We've got degrees. We've got doctorates. We've got, we've got Harvard. We've got Oxford. Yep. Great. He's a he's a cookie cutter little dude. So now we're going to talk about his road to SCOTUS. As we do, I like doing timelines because it's interesting to see. What I love they the do timeline before they get to the. Because Bench. they also over like it off it often overlaps. Yeah, like they start with one person and then like with Elena Kagan and Obama, like mm-hmm. they move through like with a you know. I just think that's so interesting. Yeah, it's also it's just such a small, it's such a small, such a small community. Yep. So from 1991, so after he graduated Harvard, to 1992, he clerked for the U.S. Court of Appeals, D.C. Circuit. Classic SCOTUS. Also, I just like, again, how do you grad? I mean, I know this is like you're, it's 91. You're like, you've graduated with a doctorate and jurors. And, right. But how was your first job out of college on the DC circuit? Like clerking. Maybe it's like the marinara sauce of the court. Am I just, uh, what? Like you've ma- got to explain <laughs> the metaphor. You cannot bring marinara sauce into this conversation right it's now. It's like a boring sauce. Like, give me a bechamel. I give me a literally have to disagree. <laughs> a mozzarella in a marinara? Have you had a mozzarella stick? Have you put it in marinara? Yes, but I would argue that the best thing about that is the mozzarella stick. It is the fried cheese log, not okay, the, the marinara f- sauce. Look, the fried cheese log the is doing a lot of work. But the marinara sauce is what really brings out its best attributes. That is true. Marin- the mozzarella sticks profile. Mm-hmm. The two of them together, they could you rule need, the galaxy. You do need both. You do need both. You can't have mozzarella sticks without marinara sauce. I mean, you can't. I have like you. You know, you get like a glass of wine in me. I'll have marinara. I'll have <laughs> mozzarella sticks until I die. But yep. with marinara sauce, this is how boring Neil Gorsuch is. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to keep morale high. I'm trying to keep morale high. He is a mozzarella stick without marinara sauce. That, that is, is true. Neil Gorsuch. That is true. And and a mozzarella stick at like we're talking 8 p.m. Not 4 a.m. Right. 4 a.m. is it's when, early evening mozzarella yeah. stick. That's what he is. Yeah. Yeah. So he clerked for the U.S. Court of Appeals, D.C. Circuit. So great, amazing, classic SCOTUS. Okay. From 1993 to 1994, he clerked for SCOTUS Justices Byron White and Anthony Kennedy. Fun fact. Fun fact. My father's name is Byron. (laughs) (laughs) And I love him so much. This is how boring Neil Gorsuch is is that Lizzie's like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm literally doing research and I'm like, oh, my God, my dad's name is Byron. (laughs) 
I love him so much. Oh Dad, God, if you're listening, Byron. love you. Uh, yep, Byron White. I didn't know there was a justice named Byron, and I love it. I think it's great. That's great. It's super great. <laughs> but, it, okay, but aside from the fact that my father's name is Byron, <laughs> how does your how is your second job out of college being a clerk for a, two Supreme Court justices of the United States? I guess my question would be, what else can they do? I don't know. I don't know what else I don't you have would a doctorate do. in jurisprudence for right. this very reason. I feel like it pigeonholes you. It really does. It's my <laughs> only option to clerk for a SCOTUS judge. Snooze. Snooze. By the way, if any SCOTUS judges are looking for clerks, <laughs> would love to be considered. <laughs> would love to be considered. She's yeah. fully qualified. I'm fully. Come on. Like, what do, what do I need? What else do I need? I got real life experience. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you do take good notes. I'm good. I would imagine I would, you would. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine me like like giving the justices like notes on a case if they should like take it or not? <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> bad title. Bad bad title. No artists. <laughs> I feel like you would be, and I'm. Having read, I uh, haven't read and listened to some of the oral arguments from some of the, from some of the Supreme Court cases recently. I feel like you would be an amazing clerk for Sonia Sotomayor. I'm oh, just gonna say for sure, she is hysterical, but also like so whip smart and like mm-hmm. will burn a motherfucker. Oh yeah, and I feel like that's you. I'm there. I am there. I would. I would fall on a sword for her. I love it. I would die for her. She's great. So, yeah, so Neil, 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 Neil was, as we said, a clerk for Byron and Anthony. Great. Great. Uh, from, and this, and okay, so this is different for him. From 1995 to 2005. So for 10 years, he worked in private law. That's very long compared That's a, to the other Right. Only most of the ones that we've, that we've talked about have just like either dabbled or not done it at all. Right, they've gone like, okay, there's okay, now fine. this person who is now president is not going to appoint me to right. anything. I need a job. I'm going to go work at a private firm. But he was like dedicated to this. That's I bet he just years. probably wanted to be a lawyer. Yeah. He also had kids. Like maybe he was like, I gotta get my kids. You know, I don't know how old they are. Maybe they were we. Yeah. We? Somebody watching British television again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Caught, you caught me. You watching a little British TV, BBC, little BBC, Sky One. <laughs> what are the other channels? <laughs> ITV, ITV, TV4. Oh my god! I will say this: I would totally have a cup of coffee with Neil Gorsuch. Oh, absolutely! I really, I just feel like what's, I guess, what's, what I give him so much grief for is that like. He just, it doesn't feel like he's made any sort of like wave at all. I mean, other than like the way he was appointed, which we'll get into in a little bit. Like his tenure. Which isn't really him. Which isn't, it's not him. It's literally not him. I mean, so far, he's extremely qualified to be on the Supreme Court. Like there's, I'm not, I have no, he's there. There's no red flags. There's no red flags. Like you, you did, you did the thing. You you went to college and then you're immediately clerking. Like that's exactly, that's exactly it. What else are you supposed to do? Yep. But um, but like being on the bench and like decisions and opinions and dissents, he's just not like he's not the guy you hear about. Yeah, no, at all. Yeah, when was the last time you heard a scathing Gorsuch dissent? Yeah, Neil Gorsuch, literally never scathing. Like that's literally <laughs> no, no, no. he's just he probably is just like I dissent. I just like it's not for me. Not for me. I don't like it. I don't like it. Sorry. Not sorry. Read the Constitution. It's all there. <laughs> and then he finger guns and leaves. <laughs> oh, Neil. Neil, Neil, Neil. We're gonna, it's gonna be great. He's, okay. Next up. From 2005 to 2006, he was like, I'm done. I'm done with private life. Great. It's time to serve my country. Right. What did he do? He was <laughs> principal deputy to associate attorney general of the Department of Justice. They just make up jobs. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I don't know. Principal? But this is also something that you see with the Supreme Court justices, is they do something weird for the Justice Department. Right, right, right. In a position we've never heard of. You know That's what I mean? That's so crazy. That's three job titles. Principal, deputy, associate, four. 
attorney general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. I'm holding up five fingers in the studio, but that is four jobs. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't know I don't know what it does. I don't know what it does. I assume <laughs> that also it, means that there are other deputies. Oh yeah. Well, there has to be. Everybody's a deputy. I'm a deputy. I shot the sheriff, but I didn't shoot the deputy. <laughs> Just let it live in the space. Yeah. So let that Neil did that. Great. For a year. Whatever it was that he did. Maybe it's like a gap year. <laughs> mission trip. I feel like he just took a gap year and he was the he was like, what am I going to do? Like I could travel or I could be the principal deputy to associate attorney general of the Department of Justice. Right. It's also so low on the totem pole. The associate attorney general, the principal deputy to the associate. That's like yeah. that's like a seventh cousin. 18th I'm like, removed. I think you're a receptionist. Yeah. Neil. <laughs> yeah. But if anybody knows. Job we, I would never get hired look, to do. It's such a it's such a weird title. I didn't look it up, but if anybody knows what the principal deputy to the associate attorney general of the Department of Justice does, tweet us. <laughs> Let us know. Let a girl know. Can't wait to hear about it. So that was from 2005 to 2006, his gap year. Great. And then from 2006 to 2017, he was a judge on the Court of Appeals 10th Circuit. He was nominated by George W. Bush. Heard of it. Love Baby it. Baby Bush. Heard of that guy, too. Yeah. www.georgebush.com. <laughs> He's the painter. He Yes, he paints. He paints. He paints. You know who else painted? Hitler. It's true. He was a painter. Why what did he paint? What did he paint? I don't know. I didn't look up Hitler's paintings. I just God, know that he I was an avid painter. You know, like mm-hmm. all sort of right. It's murdering dictators are. <laughs> what if it's like nice sunrises or something? I like bet that would be totally I bet anathema. It's like, yeah, I bet it's mountaintops. Fruit I, bowls. Yeah. It's yeah. probably like very, it's a lot of still art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? Well, there's n- nothing happening on the inside no. but hatred. No. We're still talking about Hitler. We're not talking about Gorsuch. No, no. Gorsuch is fine. Hitler, not fine. Gorsuch, I feel like, would see a blank canvas and go, she's good. I feel like Gorsuch would see a blank canvas and go, I'm in the wrong room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I think I took a wrong turn. Wrong turn somewhere. So sorry. I was looking yeah. for... For the room with the constitution, paper. Anybody have a Manila envelope? (laughs) I would love to fax something. I bet Neil faxes. Oh, he faxes. He totally faxes. faxes. He's like, I love a fax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not like the rest of us who have to deal with the federal government in any capacity. And when you have to fax something, it's like, why are we living? Why are we here? In 1910. We can put a man on the moon. We can put a man on the moon. We can send an email. That's right. We can send an email. Yep. He adores the facts. He machine. loves the facts. He's, He's like, this is time freaking wild. This is absolutely wild. <laughs> you mean they just get it? <laughs> it is crazy. It's crazy. He's insane. Oh, so uh, from 2006 to 2017, he was on the 10th Circuit as a judge, which, you know, again, he's very qualified. And then... Of course, in 2017, he was nominated by Trump uh, to the Supreme Court, quote unquote, stealing Merrick Garland's seat after the surprising death of none other than Antonin Scalia, who who died in Texas, died in Texas, like very like literally just like, one day he was dead. Yep. Like he was at a retreat, like some kind of conservative. Yeah. Retreat. Like yeah. he wasn't. I mean, he was a little older, but he wasn't like. No, it was a shock. Yeah. It was yep. very shocking. And so Obama was still president at the time in his last year of his presidency. And he nominated Merrick Garland, again, another extremely qualified individual. And the Senate, uh, led by Mitch McConnell, refused to do a hearing for him. Yep. And thus the seat, the Supreme Court seat, remained vacant until the next president, which became Trump, who nominated Gorsuch? Forgot his name. <laughs> You're like, forgot his name. We're talking about it? Literally forgot Your his name. name. So sorry. So, so sorry. Neil, that's not you. It's me. Um, in order to get Gorsuch confirmed, the Senate, once again led by Mitch McConnell, triggered the 
quote, nuclear option, making the threshold to confirm 51 when it used to be 60. And so Neil Gorsuch was confirmed 54 to 45, which I believe is like... Like one of all, the lowest ones. Uh, yeah, one of the lowest ones. Uh, well, no, Brett Kavanaugh's Brett the lowest Kavanaugh's one. Lowest, yeah. um, there's a couple of Democrats who voted to confirm Gorsuch. But yeah, so that was that's the whole thing. Like, that's the sticky part, which like I kind I mean, I feel bad for Neil Gorsuch because like it's, you know, it's such a. Like he shouldn't be there. Like he shouldn't be there, he but it's there. not his fault. Like no, I don't blame him for. No. I don't blame him for any of it. No. If anybody is to blame, it is Mitch McConnell. Right. So in 2017, Gorsuch becomes a Supreme Court Justice of the United States. He is, as we've talked about, one of the more younger ones that have been like confirmed to the court. And that's we just note age because it's a lifetime appointment. If we don't remember, yes. once you're appointed, you can either. Retire, retire or die <laughs> or you can get impeached yeah you could get impeached so yeah but generally we're looking at a retire or die situation yeah yeah so he was he was confirmed to the court when he was 49 years old so he wow probably has like 30 more years on the court if he wants so does ruth so does ruth of course she does look she's cleared for cancer honey Twice. She's red. Twice now. Of course, she's, she's like, for let's cancer? fucking go. Give me a third. Give me a third. Give me a don't third. give her a third. Oh my god! Please, <laughs> oh god, don't give her a third. Somebody just give her a glass of water. Man, the like, just gonna come. For please you, take Lizzie. care of her. <laughs> give her water. Yeah. Um, and obviously, he is considered to be a conservative judge. Yeah. And we will talk about that literally now. So we're going to talk about some notable cases that he's been a part of. The first one I want to talk about is the one that comes up pretty much. It's like the one that's associated with Neil Gorsuch. Hilariously, this happened while he was on the 10th circuit. Um, and, but it is, a, it was a big Supreme court case because it went from the 10th circuit to the Supreme court, but not while Neil was on the Supreme court. He dealt with it when it was in the circuit, but this is Brewell versus Hobby Lobby stores incorporated. Heard of it? Like arts and crafts? It's great. In 2014, basically, the case was that Hobby Lobby wanted to refuse to pay for legally mandated contraceptive drugs in their uh, their corporation's health care plans um, because they asserted that it went against their religious beliefs to let women not get pregnant. But I don't understand. Look, in the Bible, thou shalt not use... Birth control. If thou art a corporation. If thou art they, thy corporation, hobby thy lobby. <laughs> <laughs> hobby thy lobby. Hobby thy lobby. <clears throat> and so on the 10th Circuit ruled in a 5-4 decision that businesses can refuse to pay for the legally mandated contraceptive drugs. And they asserted that corporations are, quote, legal persons no. under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act are capable of exercising religious I didn't finish the sentence but religious rights religious beliefs that's what it is religious beliefs you know you know when those corporations are people oh my god <laughs> I was just talking to McDonald's the other day I know isn't she a bitch She's I a swear cunt. to god I'm so I've had it literally up to here with the gap <laughs> Gonna fucking punch her in the throat. <laughs> Arby's? Not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. You know who yeah. I do love, though? Yeah. Dairy so this Queen. Was, I love me that girl, Dairy Queen. She's cute. She's cute. This obviously, and, and I remember, I mean, I didn't, I didn't obviously know about it in the 10th Circuit because we never hear about things in the circuit, but this did end up going to yeah. the Supreme Court. That also was a 5-4 decision that voted in favor of Hobby Lobby because they're like, you know what? You know who we don't need? Like women. Like we don't like need them. We don't want them. We don't like them. Yeah. They, don't, they don't get to contracept. No. No contracept. <laughs> they don't get to contracept. God. And I'm just like, just, just, just let me contracept. Just let me not have babies. Like just literally let me. <laughs> like the amount that, you know what's so hilarious is the amount of like, of like energy that's trying so hard to like force me to have a baby. Right. I'm just like, have you met me? <laughs> I shouldn't reproduce. <laughs> they 
information and let me reproduce. You would Hobby Lobby would think twice if if we if we sat down at a table together. They'd be like, "Oh my god!" Could you imagine? Because you'd be like, "Here's what's in store for this baby." Here's what. Let me tell you a little story. Let me tell you a little story. Ever shit your pants? It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I walk away from a conversation with Hobby Lobby with free condoms for sure. For sure. <laughs> Lifetime supply. It's like going to the gyno, but more fun. Um, yes. <clears throat> so it ended up going to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court ruled in favor of Hobby Lobby, and that sucked. That sucked. So that sure. was that was a notable case. Um, while on the Supreme Court, other notable cases: Henson versus okay, Santander Consumer yeah. USA Incorporated. This was in 2017. This is truly the most boring case um, I've ever had to read the description <laughs> of. It's about debt collecting and who can do it. And the only reason I put it here because it was Gorsuch first time writing the opinion of the court. For it was a unanimous decision, and oh. Gorsuch authored it. That is the most boring way for I him know. to author a decision. I feel like honestly, if I was Neil, I'd be like, John, give me something good. Yeah, give me some. Come on, give me gerrymandering. I can do it. I can. I can do it. <laughs> Yes. So in 2017, this is like right, obviously, as he gets on the court. That's his first. That's his first time. Great. That's his first time. We're so proud of him. Another notable case is United States versus Hammond in 2019. So this this is a really interesting case. Just like bear with me while I describe it. So this gentleman, Hammond, had been convicted of possessing child pornography. Incredible. And while on parole, he was charged with five violations and immediately was sentenced to a mandatory of five years for the violations as per like the sub like the agreement for his parole. Mm-hmm. And so this goes to the Supreme Court and Gorsuch sided with the five four liberal majority in agreeing that the defendant was denied due process because he claimed there wasn't sufficient evidence to prove some of the violations, but was sentenced without appearing in front of a jury of his peers. Oh. I know. Interesting. Gorsuch wrote the opinion, and this is, I'm going to read what he wrote. Only a jury acting on proof beyond a reasonable doubt may take a person's liberty. Yet, in this case, congressional statute compelled a federal judge to send a man to prison for a minimum of five years without impaneling a jury of his peers or requiring the government to prove his guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. As a blight here, we do not hesitate to hold the statute violates the Fifth and Sixth Amendments. That's so interesting. Yeah. I know. That's so And then, weird. like, the other conservative judges are like, what the fuck? Lock him up! <laughs> Throw away the king! I thought you were on our team! Yeah, yeah. He, that guy's go to jail! Gorsuch, I will say, has sided with the liberals more times than I thought. Mm-hmm. Just, like, kind of surprisingly, I'd be like, oh, oh. I'm like, what, Neil, what are you doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> so he's not, <clears throat> I'll talk about this later. He is conservative and he has a pretty strict interpretation of the Constitution, but it, not to a Scalia standpoint where it's right. like, were you ever siding with a liberal majority? Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, yes. So that was a notable case. Another notable case. We talk about this all the time. The Baker case. Oh, my God. In a crazy turn of events, he cited the majority. Oh, I'm <laughs> uh, obviously, uh, as we've talked about, the majority was like, you know what? The baker is cool. You know, like, he doesn't have to bake for a gay couple. He's gay. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. uh, Well, you know. You, you know. Also, you know Colorado it. was mean to him. Also, Colorado, shame on you. Uh, we talked about Denver earlier. Yeah. I guess maybe not so great. Maybe that's, yeah. Look, that's called recalling the joke. Uh, another notable case, the gerrymandering 2019 case, the one we talk about all the time. Oh, my God, the one that is Lizzie's the bane of her existence. The bane of my existence, but gave me Elena Kagan's best work. Yes. Oh, God. He also obviously joined the majority upholding that courts don't have jurisdiction to decide gerrymandering cases. Like, am I just going to talk about it till the day I die? Maybe yes. because it's so fucking, it's fucking ridiculous. stupid. Yep. It's stupid. So... And those are, like, honestly, the cases that I found that I was like, yeah, let me bring that up. Oh, wow, yeah. Because otherwise it's just, like, he's not. Does he, he doesn't write a lot, does he? He writes some. And, like, people are like, he's a good writer. Like, he's a solid writer. And I'm like, who's well, sure, reading he, his books? Sure, Where is his book? Like, wh- For sure he got, like, an A in university writing at Columbia. Yeah. Like, 100% he yeah. did. He's a, he's a good writer. He's just not. 
He's not. He's not, you know, like. Right. Like you read. Ginsburg, Sotomayor, Kagan. Even Scalia. Scalia was great. Thomas is a great writer. Thomas is a good writer. He's well. Thomas is great at making an argument. Yes. Where you're like, oh, I know exactly what you're doing right, right now. Right, right, right. He is. It, it is wrong. But damn. But damn, that's you're smart. smart. Yep. Shit. Yep. <laughs> no, Gorsuch is like, here's my argument, and here's my uh, work cited. I've cited all my sources sure. in Chicago style. In Chicago. Gorsuch has a voice like this now. I don't know what this is. I don't know. I just feel like he's just, he's, he seems just like a, like, like a dude. I don't know. He's just a dude. He's not even a dude. No, he's just, he's, he's, he's not Neil. Even a dude. Dude's like football. He's Neil. Yeah. He's Neil. <laughs> he's so Neil I'm going to attempt to say some fun facts about Neil Gorsuch. Oh, my Lord. I'm going to start off with a quote that. Please don't hurt yourself. I know. Uh, that David Savage wrote uh, in July in 2019. He wrote in the New York, uh, the Los Angeles Times. And he called Gorsuch, quote, a different kind of conservative. He is a libertarian who is quick to oppose unchecked government power, even in the hands of prosecutors or the police. And he is willing to go his own way and chart a course that does not always align with the traditional views on the right or the left. Do we agree? I don't know. I mean, like, like I said, I've seen like yeah. he's he's gone to the liberal side. Yeah. And I, I genuinely believe that. And I'll, there's, I have a quote of his a little later on, but he, he definitely has this element of like, it's really not about what I believe. Right. It's what is written in the Constitution. Which I respect. I do respect and it's, I'm not angry, but I feel like that's not how a lot of the other judges are. I think, I think they're like, I think they're like, yeah, here's my, here's my, you know, sources. Right. But also like, I'm going to feel something. Right. You know, this is how I feel. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Yeah. So that's a quote. Maybe okay. that's why he's... A snooze? Yeah. Yeah. According to... Another fun fact. According to Andrew Martin and Kevin Quinn from the University of Michigan, who develops the Martin Quinn score, which is basically this thing that measures how conservative liberal... How conservative and oh, yeah, liberal yeah. Scotus justices are. Yeah. Gorsuch is the third most conservative judge. This is how it's ranking... Um, <clears throat> right now, number one, super surprise, Clarence Thomas. <laughs> number two, Alito. Okay. Number three, Gorsuch. Uh-huh. Four, Roberts, and five, Kavanaugh. Although when this came out, I feel like Kavanaugh. Like I don't feel like Kavanaugh's had enough time to for people to actually gauge how conservative he is. Right. Although, he lied about not drinking beer in college because sure. he's so conservative. Right. So that it like that might change, but I right. do agree that like Roberts is definitely on the lower end, and like of course Clarence Thomas is the most conservative yep. judge on the court. Like he's got that locked in. I'm <laughs> like if he literally doesn't speak, <laughs> like he has no questions. He has no questions. No. Okay, this is the fun fact that I've been waiting to tell you about. <gasps> it is not about Neil Gorsuch. It is about Neil Gorsuch's mother, who Great. we talked earlier about, who was the first female administrator of the EPA under the Reagan administration. She became the first cabinet member to be held in contempt of court for refusing to turn over subpoenaed documents. Let me lay down this little scandal for you. Oh, my God. So this is in the 80s. Congress charged that the EPA had mishandled 1.6 billion toxic a billion dollars in toxic waste superfund and demanded records from Gorsuch, his mother. And she refused. And therefore, she was held in contempt of Congress. Wow. I know. She seems cool. But do we think they misappropriated the funds and she was Of course it up? she okay, did. Great. I'm not saying she didn't commit the crime. Of course she did. You just like that she was like, nah. I I mean I'm like I'm like, Neil, go hang out with your mom. I'm like, come <laughs> on. I would love for him to be held in contempt. You know what I mean? Like, come on. That's cute. Do something. Do Flip something. the table. I don't care. Rip off your robe. Like, I don't know. Whatever. He would try to flip the table and it would just, it wouldn't go anywhere. Yeah. And the table's bolts to the ground. Bolts to the ground. Shit. (laughs) Uh, So I kind of love that. Yep. Another fun fact. And this is so boring. He's an avid skier, hiker, and fly fisherman. (laughs) Which you can tell from his face. My note under that is he's definitely hit a body before. (laughs) Yeah. I don't trust anybody who likes the great outdoors. I'm sorry. 
Not somebody who wants to enjoy it without mm -hmm. a Mai Tai. That is not appropriate. I know. Mm. You want to you want to sleep in a tent? Okay. Okay. You want to murder me. I get it. Like <laughs> I'm hip, I'm cool. I know the lingo. Right. You literally just want to kill me. You want to kill me. And hide the body. Right. So in regards to like how conservative he is, he's often compared to Scalia and was considered a natural uh, a natural successor to Scalia. Scalia <laughs> to Scalia because of how he interprets the Constitution. So this is what he said in regards to it. <clears throat> Judges should apply the law as it is, focusing backward, not forward, and looking to text, structure, and history to decide what a reasonable reader at the time of the events in question would have understood the law to be, not to decide cases based on their own moral convictions or the policy consequences they believe might serve society best. This is the exact same thing that we saw with the Baker case. Insane. Crazy. Insane. And also, can I just say, is it just me, or is everybody compared to Scalia? Because we, we compared yeah, yeah, Elena yeah. Kagan to Scalia, and yeah. how she writes dissent. It's like, yep. is that how crazy Scalia was? That like everybody can everybody has a little Scalia in them? Everybody's got a little bit of Scalia <laughs> in them. Everybody's got a little Scalia in them? Rest in peace. Antonin. Fun fact, which is just an interesting Gorsuch quote, which came up, I believe, in his confirmation hearings. But this is what he said. A judge who likes every result he reaches is very likely a bad judge, reaching for results he prefers rather than those the law compels. Oh, I like that. Right? So I literally, that's why I'm just like so perplexed by him because I genuinely think he's like, it doesn't matter what I feel. Right. At all. And I don't think that like... Is that right or is that wrong? I don't know. But I don't think that's how the majority of judges operate. Operate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. You know? So, yeah. I, I mean, just thought that was... such a great... That's such a laudable concept. I know. Right? Crazy. Another fun fact. While at Columbia, he found it... He co-founded a newspaper called The Federalist Papers. Of course he did. Which was supposed to be content neutral, but it is now a satirical newspaper. <laughs> I love that. That's cute. That's cute. And then I'm going to round out our Neil Gorsuch episode with a fun fact that is not about Neil Gorsuch. Because, <laughs> but it's a fun fact I found while researching Gorsuch. And I just, I was like, I have to say yeah, this. Yeah, say it. So I happened to come across this. Jimmy Carter is the only president who served a full term in the 20th century who did not nominate anyone to the Supreme Court. That is an injustice. That is an injustice. An injustice. If anybody deserved to nominate somebody to the Jimmy. court, it is Jimmy Carter. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? It's not fair. That's not fair. It's not he would fair. have he would have picked great people. I know. Cuz good people Man. surround themselves with good people. That makes me sad. I know. Well, I don't want to end on a sad note, but I just like couldn't help it. I was like, "Can you believe this?" That's crazy. I'd never heard this before. No. I just feel like I just want to give Jimmy another chance. <laughs> what am I president for a day? Just like give him the keys to the city. Oh my god. I have to meet him. We have to find out when he's going to be at that church. We that makes it sound creepy. <laughs> We're let, uh, We're not Secret <laughs> Service knocks on our door. Can I speak to you? <laughs> You're not going around Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy doesn't want to see you. <laughs> uh, I would love to get like denied access I, to Jimmy Carter. <laughs> having seen your reaction to the Sean Astin video. Oh, sure. I cannot imagine your reaction to seeing Jimmy Carter. I think I would really mishandle it in that I would like do something weird. I might bow. <laughs> you know, and I, I, I might do, I'm like, I'll go into a curtsy. I don't know. Like what? Cross yourself. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm just like, a nominee Patri Fiori Speech Santi. You know, like, like, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do around like how you're supposed to greet him. No, I have no idea. You know, like my leash uh, up in the knee. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So that's probably what's going to be the reality of it is I'm going to yeah. make it so weird because he's just going to be like, oh, it's nice to meet you. And I'm going to be like, I am sorry for existing. <laughs> I don't deserve to be here. And I will just he's so he's like, a you know, a great man and a and former president. But he's also just like this tiny old man. He's just building houses. 
and he's I, like 80 flipping he's, years old he's building houses and he's building houses and also fighting all kinds of medical stuff oh sure and then he comes back and builds and more houses like, i right. would just want to like like i would give him my body to prop himself up on i donate a kidney yeah. to jimmy carter yeah even though he has maybe 10 good years left at least at least and how many patrifias and on that blessed note, guys, <laughs> guys, that's been our episode on Neil Gorsuch. I know we veered off of him a lot, but that's just what happens. It's not our fault. You know, I'm interested to see what I feel like Neil is at the beginning of his SCOTUS yeah. life. Yeah. I feel like he's finding himself. Like he, I could see, I could see Neil Gorsuch being a potential chief justice at some point. I think that'd be interesting. He has that energy. I think also because he does like personally have conservative leanings, but because he doesn't play into them, Mm -hmm. he just doesn't get the amount of press and talk time that like Thomas does. I don't think he wants it. And I don't think he, I think you're right. I literally think he's like, I go to work every day and I go home every day. Right. And that's it. And I eat Wonder White And I, we go to church on Sundays and we eat, you know. Steak and kidney pie. Sloppy Joe's. Man, which is we're stocked for the century. We're stocked, yeah, yeah. But guys, that's our, that's I just to like, I'm trying to like bring. I'm like, how do we get? A, how do we get out of Neil Gorsuch energy? How do we get out of it? I don't it's, know. It's heavy. Yeah, it's he, it's not even heavy. I'm just like just just I don't know. I yep. want to like I want to get. Does he smoke weed? No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, let's end negative. With that. We he's definitely out of we, like we yes. always want to do a check in on which of the Supreme Court justices smoke weed. Neil Gorsuch. No. No. Strong no. no. But we love you. So much. So much. Literally so much. We love you so much more than Neil Gorsuch. And we just hope that you keep listening to us because we love talking to you. Yeah. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. And we're on all of the podcast platforms. For sure. You can rate us. You can review us. You can uh, subscribe. Plus, press the button. Commit to us because we will commit to you. We love you so much. And we will see you next Wednesday. Yes. Yes.